0: What's up everyone, welcome to Gatekeeper Media's In The Mix with Parked Podcast. My name is Mitch Phillips, joining me is Hayden Ricard. For the third stop of the Disc Golf Pro Tour, we're going to break it all down here at the Texas State Disc Golf Championships in Tyler, Texas. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I mean, I enjoyed every bit of it, and we're at a new course, The Thorn. The Thorn is a new course to everyone. Is a, I mean, the Texas State Championships tend to change locations, but this year we were at what used to be the dogwood course yes. last year, they took four holes from that course and made a f- completely new one with 14 new holes.
1: It was a great combination to see of other two courses. I mean, melding two courses together that were fantastic before. And I mean, we had warm weather. Finally. That was the, I think the pinnacle of the whole weekend it was just the the warm weather that we
0: finally got. Yeah, we didn't have mittens. I think we talked about it in last week's podcast, and also at uh, in Vegas, it's like if you had mittens, you knew the cold weather was, it was coming, so you were prepared. Cold. But if you had gloves, you you had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, dude, it's so good to be able to see the players actually enjoy being out in the course. Waco yeah. was freaking miserable. It was
1: just windy and wind and just terrible. I mean, people played great in those conditions but everybody likes to see a sunshine here and there and play that's it's what we most enjoy is when it's just fun to go out and not brutal
0: (laughs) yeah enjoying disc golf is usually the the goal here um but yes this course brought so many things i mean to have 14 new holes this was not one that hey players have played for years and years and years and years you can't come in and say i've i've had the same same sponsorship for so many years and i know this course i throw this shot here this shot here It was completely new. What are some things maybe you saw that were surprising and maybe some players had different ways of warming up for it? Definitely different with the practice rounds, at least
1: from what I saw that were on videos, there was a lot more wind before the tournament actually started, which Mm -hmm. I think would have clearly helped them decide, okay, what lines to take. Am I going over the top or if I'm going backhand or am I going forehand? There was a lot of forehand play in the MPO field that I saw. Then, I would think you would m- mainly do on other courses just because of the way that it sets you up for that second shot. Yeah, and That that was key out here. It was definitely on those long par fours setting you up for that second shot.
0: Yeah, and there was some extremely long par fours. We had I'm nearly... 900 I mean, feet. Yeah, hole four for the MPO field played the hardest hole the entire weekend. I mean, it's what, 980 feet? It's 888. Yeah, just 880. Here we go. Yeah, we got the stats it, maybe, up here elevation wise it probably plays 900 yeah it it was absolutely ridiculous tight hallways the entire way so i mean and low ceilings. Yes, across the board, low ceilings. And you saw some of the players, I mean, the Calvin Heinbergs you know, the, these Greg Barsby, Joel Freeman, some of these players, James Conrad at the top as well, that are known to throw these low-driven torque-style yep. shots. Even Emerson Keith popping up yes, I he mean, was. on the Texas swing was so fun. But before we get into everything and breaking it down, let's go to a segment that we call Run It Back with IDEO Sports. You can head over to idiosports.com and get your first ever pair of disc golf history. shoes designed for disc golf by disc golfers. Um, But this week, we're going to run it back and back and back and back and back and back Hmm. back to Ricky Wysocki, winning six out of six since 2013, 2014, 2017, 2019, 2021, and 2022. Every time he's played, he has defended his title. I don't know. This is off the cuff, but... I don't think anyone in our sport has won the same tournament that many times.
1: I don't know yet. I'm sure Statmando has that somewhere on display for us to go dig into. But that is impressive, especially for an Elite Series win.
0: Oh, it's incredible. I mean, not being an Elite Series, all of those years. Yes, but In these but past couple in the years. Past couple. I mean, Ricky plays his best golf ever. He came in defending his title. Um, and want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Statmando uh, over in the Discord disc golf Doug. Had this incredible stat. The highest average rating for a tournament ever, like period in the history of disc golf, was Ricky's 2014 Texas States, where he averaged 1085.3 golf. And that was in 2014. Like the ratings and, have uh, gone higher. Who was he, he with? I have no idea. Who was he with? I don't know. I mean, you look back at. I mean, I, I don't remember. Answered, I can't either, but you answered it off your head. I was. 2014. There was like I was two players. years out of high school. Yeah, and I don't remember. <laughs> we weren't following it fully yet, but I, I mean, you look back and see that to play at that level, ratings obviously based on who you're with, who's at the tournament. The I mean, I can
1: think about who he was playing against back then. Your shoe tricks, McBetts. Yes, and I mean, definitely the top of the top of the line guys. But now you got these young kids in here shooting these high scores and just. Going back and forth of like who can win each weekend. It's the same with the FPL. It's like it can change. Doesn't matter. Who cares? It comes out who's going to show up for that weekend. That's yeah. really it.
0: And we're going to, I mean, this is special. Run it back here with IDO Sports. Again, back to back and back and back and back. Six. And back. Six times.
1: Well, we'll. One come back t- to this next year one more
0: time come back yeah just back back <laughs> back 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 back, back and back and back and back um, seriously head over to idiosports.com get your pair of disc golf history the shoes are incredible waterproof my favorite part of the shoe is the power plant where you're able to rotate and not lose control but get a full just energy transfer into that last step what's your favorite part of the shoe probably
1: just the grip yeah. Honestly, the overall grip, I don't lose anything. I can be in any kind of step, I can be in mud if I need if I have to, and I'm not losing any
0: grip. Yeah, complete confidence with the Sports Syncracy. So again, head over to idiosports.com to get yourself a pair. All righty, let's get into the recap. We're just going to run down the leaderboard here and then we're going to hit a good amount of highlights, some some storylines across the board. Yeah.
1: Just big storylines about some of the top players and even some that made a a show at this tournament that were able to be in the top 10 top places uh that you know normally aren't typically there
0: yeah and i mean let's run down the leaderboard maybe top five or so ricky wysocki taking it down yes. at minus 29 just one stroke behind him calvin heimberg at minus 28 greg barsby three strokes back from him at minus 25 joel freeman and james conrad tied at minus 21 for fourth and joel had a fantastic final round he was nine under Yes. Matching Barsby as well for nine under. But I mean, and that was with a bogey. Yes, it was. And we'll get into more about Joel later on. But I mean, the talk of this tournament is Ricky winning his first Elite Series event of 2022.
1: Yes. And he becomes the first Dynamic Disc sponsored MPO player to win an Elite Series event.
0: Which I didn't even know that was a thing until you told me that earlier.
1: I literally just looked it up and I was like, there's no way. And on the and MPO it, side. Yes, on the MPO side. Right. But that's
0: huge. I mean, you think of dynamic disc players in the past. I mean, you had Chris Clemens came close. He had, he I mean, had some had, top five finishes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when it comes to the MPO side, I mean, you had Paige Pierce win world titles with yes. dynamic discs. But. On the MPO side, have Ricky. What an honor to be able to represent your sponsor and to validate hey, guess what? Dynamic Disc putting the multi million dollar contract Put the money
1: where this m- mouth speaks oh, basically
0: 100%. I mean, that's incredible. And to quote Ricky from his post round yeah, interview, this was funny. Raptor legs are back.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely something on his mind that he is working on his putting. And I mean, you said he's talked about the results are not always the goal. Yeah. I mean, he's just out there grinding, getting better as a player, getting better as a person, mm-hmm. being more humble on the course, and yeah. then just going out there and grinding when he's the underdog. I mean, he was two strokes behind on the final day.
0: Yeah, and, and I just, mean – It's t- hard to And call.
1: Calvin's not going right. to let up. You know that. Oh, no. You're going to have to count on those mistakes and just m- play your golf the way you can, count on those mistakes from the other – other car mates
0: yeah and it's hard to count out and say he's you know two strokes is insurmountable for the now and continually number one player in the world i mean he's always in a chance but with this win does take him back to the top so i mean love to be able to just hear his thoughts and we're gonna have him hopefully on the podcast over at parked podcast soon um, to be able to just chat with him about the the level of play that he's kept for so long but still being the number one player in the world and keeping that in mind like, it, results are not always the goal. I mean, do you think he thinks about it? Oh, 100%. I mean, he he's definitely thinking about it. He's putting the time in, and he's trying to make effort across the board to remain at number one. That's yeah. how you do it. You don't stay at number one. You don't get to number one. No, you with, don't. It's not, oh, I achieved that. Now we're going to coast.
1: Yeah, you're not going to just, hey, uh, all right, I made my goal. Ooh, okay. No. Yeah. I mean, no athlete is going to sit no. there and just like, all right, I made it. Cool. I'm retiring. <laughs>
0: yeah, done. Won the world title. Done. Done um i mean there's some sports where that can happen but yeah but
1: not no not, not something here. like this that's so progressive mm-hmm.
0: it is definitely just we're in a incredible progressive time um stats about ricky raptor legs are back like we said 100 percent circle one x putting in the final round i, I mean you put the dagger 100 scramble yes i mean he's been known for scrambling yeah. was it 20 when he won his first world championship yes. in 2017 yeah i mean we were there everybody in was scrambling and his scramble was insane it was impeccable and we'll get to jeremy Coling in a bit but scramble rating watching jeremy Colling on two rounds here, at was gatekeeper
1: fun. was i know he was getting mad that he had to but it was a sight to see
0: yeah i mean obviously if you're scrambling you're a little bit off but if you can keep that scramble rating high you're making up for it mm-hmm. um but yes second place going to Calvin Heinberg a player that is known for this this low driven torque shots he had i mean over it's 90% all that florida golf. Uh, yes
1: it's growing up in florida you have low ceilings everywhere down there and you're just playing these tight lines and just hitting them very purely and yeah. i mean it's you're going out with aggression but also at the same t- time you're not you're looking for landing spots you're looking where hey where can i take advantage here when you know, other players may be like, all right, I'm going to just go for it.
0: Yeah. I think Calvin, I mean, he was the most consistent player last year.
1: He was leading first round, right? Mm hmm. And then. No, Paul, Macbeth was leading first Paul, round. Yeah, that's right. Macbeth was leading first round. And Then Calvin came in through the second round. Yeah. And that's when Ricky was behind them. Yes. So, mm-hmm. I
0: mean, I feel like everything about Calvin just almost goes unsaid because it's an expectation that he's and I like going the to be short at the hair. top. Oh yeah, I think
1: looks totally different. It, but wouldn't it wouldn't recognize him. No, <laughs> n- nobody did. I don't think anybody did when he showed up to the course. No, so, I love it. But Calvin, I mean, consistency is the thing. Is I mean, he's going to be at the top for a long time, and I can't wait for him to shine and get one of those, get another big win in his belt. I'm sure it's coming.
0: Oh no doubt. Um, let's talk about Greg Barsby. I mean, well, the,
1: well, for the one who designed this course. Yes, he um, had a, he had okay. a huge
0: part in designing this course here at the Thorn. Um, I mean. Maybe a little bit of that home cooking, you know, (laughs) I know, I know how he's doing. Yeah. He's like, I made
1: these fairways. I know
0: how it goes. Uh Oh, I designed this. I thought this
1: up. He walked up and Mm -mm -mm. said, you know,
0: I don't know if my forehand works here. My backhand works here. I like this. And he comes out and gets solo third.
1: Yeah. And he DNF'd at Waco. Yeah. Which that was unfortunate. I'm, I'm sure it was due to some maybe hurt. Yeah. Um, parts of his body and just taking it hey look we just started this thing let's not
0: kill myself already yeah unsure of the reasoning behind the dnf but i mean the 2018 world championship Mm -hmm. he found himself in a tie for fourth dude that was a fun
1: spot to watch is those guys just like hey i'm charging for fourth i don't care
0: yep and he ended up being able to get solo third yes he was i mean greg barsby known for those like, the long putts, he has that I mean, nose-down straddle putt. Look
1: at his scorecard. Final round, bogey-free. Mm-hmm.
0: The only player on the lead card to yes. go bogey-free, which is... fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. I mean, I think he did an amazing job. He runs a ton of tournaments uh, with the Barsby yes, Battle Series. Yeah, yes. I believe I think it's that's the Barsby, Barsby Battles that he runs all over Texas. Um, and I mean, being a Texas native, what an honor to be yeah. able to design a course, play in it. I mean, you think of Kale Leviska designing the preserve, he hasn't played it in the past couple of years. Just me able to played what 20, I think he played 2020, 20,
1: 20. yeah, he didn't and do, didn't play I mean, it last year. Top 20 is yeah. I think that's what he'd placed.
0: Right, and, and we think of also Dustin Keegan designing yeah. Portland and then being able to play on it. Do you think that's something that you know we're going to see more and more players getting a so. chance to do? I mean,
1: you know, Macbeth has already designed his own course, but it's not open to public and stuff right. like that. There's different things, and I, I feel like players are definitely going to want to give back to the community and build their own courses, and maybe they are elite series courses that they mm-hmm. can build, but it takes a lot of effort to build a course, and it's it depends on how much you want to put into it of, okay, well, I'm going to tour, but also... Mm, Let's also manage this,
0: right? And I think it's been talked about time and time again that Kielaviska is kind of set the tone for what it looks oh, like to do no once doubt. you're done playing. Yeah, I mean, managing a course, you know, running tournaments, doing this thing, and creating a brand. And we've seen, I mean, let's let's talk about this for a second. You've seen Aviska and really. I mean, Prodigy, Prodigy for the first time saying, hey, here's a disc that you designed mm-hmm. and a disc that doesn't have a D, a P, or yep. an A at the beginning of it or yeah, an F. pretty much. You know, I mean, to be able to see the Falcor, the reverb, the distortion, I mean, from Kevin Jones and Kale Leviska, I mean, it's incredible to see... It's been...
1: I think in the works it should have just happened a long time ago, but and
0: that's a prodigy specifically. But overall, yeah, yeah, like players being able to say, "I'm more than just this a player." Yep, like I have a line of this, I have a brand, mm-hmm. I have you know, I mean, Greg, or not Greg Barcy, uh, Drew Gibson. Yep. I mean, saying here's an actual company that I'm starting, not just the the Paul Macbeth line of discraft. Yeah, same is, with Nico. Yeah, Nico's doing the same thing with his apparel line. I think mm-hmm. with Flight Club, yep, and everything. And I mean, it's it's neat to see players building a brand you
1: never got that in the past no you don't like
0: the money wasn't there the following wasn't there with our sport growing you look at you got the steph curry shoes you got Mm -hmm. i mean you have it's starting to slowly
1: get to those points of like mm -hmm. hey we're having signature things of these players that are elite
0: players and more than just a signature disc yes it's a a brand behind that i mean the sake bomb brand i mean Mm -hmm. you have i mean i think i want to say ricky might be the only one who does this has the uh he owns his own store his own store but he has his own like line of a uh, monthly boxes. Like he has a subscription Ooh, service yeah. of the Saki bomb boxes that you get a disc, a hat, you know, whatever it is, like a subscription box. Yeah. And that's a whole nother level yes, it of is. your brand. But, but I mean, anyway.
1: another level is Luke Humphries. Yes. I who mean, he's been putting on a show in these past tournaments and he came in this tournament.
0: Number one, in disc golf pro tour board standings and finally showing that he is human and not a robot yeah unfortunate he did finish i believe it was in the 30s right around there um which is i don't actually remember yeah he was up there but yeah tied for 45th so i mean unfortunate but again he had such a breakout early so he's not finished and
1: maybe this didn't play to his style of play and i don't know i never got to see him uh, actually on card or anything but Every course is not made for everybody. You got to tweak your how you play and mm-hmm. transition into how you how you're going to attack it. So,
0: yeah, which is the reason why I mean we've come to love what the Disc Golf Pro Tour has done for our sport because I mean, you look at even just the medium that you're on. The baskets change course to yep. course. The ground play from sand to grass to dirt to I mean, what to uphill it, to it, downhill. I mean, to be a Disc Golf Pro Tour champion to even have the points to qualify to yep. play in the championship. You have to play consistently. And, you know, maybe there's going to be some tournaments where, I mean, Luke Humphries isn't in the top. I mean, we just had what at Vegas? I I think
1: it shows great confidence in what he's changing and how he's going to be more consistent throughout the season. Yeah. Getting hot
0: early is amazing, but being able to continue it through is another thing. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about. What I've been extremely excited about, if you haven't checked out on Gatekeeper Media's channel, Hayden and I had the opportunity to commentate on, it was like 400-something holes of disc golf or it something. It was a lot. It was insane. Over about a, month a lot and of a half. It was incredible. An inside look into finished disc golf, the Prodigy Disc Pro Tour. My favorite and most exciting player to watch. One of them. I have a lot of them. Uh, Nicholas Antala. Young, just absolute firecracker of a player consistent doesn't throw the furthest but has such a well rounded game he started out i mean he made it onto chase card his first event in the disc okay, pro tour so in america i mean gosh he's
1: the top in this this event he's the top finishing european player in this tournament and it was his first event here in america
0: and we've heard every single I feel like on the, the European player side, okay, Estonia, and whatever, coming into these press conferences and saying, you know, it's going to take me a couple of weeks. It's going to take me, you know, getting used to these courses. We've talked about it here on this I podcast. Mean,
1: what was his place? He was top 15? Right
0: around there. He was close. Uh, he dropped it. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, 15. Yeah. Tied 15th. Nailed it. Nailed it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I was looking at We it spend earlier. a lot of time. I was looking, looking at it earlier. <laughs> top 15. <laughs> and it's his first tournament. Like, yeah. I know there were some woes in this putting and stuff, in which we're typically not seeing when he's over back home and yeah. playing I mean, he home said in tournaments the press conference and everything. His
0: putting is his strongest thing. It is, and there was some definitely just kind of questions. I think it's nerves, yeah, especially it's be. his first tournament. I mean, come on, give him a break. First like, tournament and on coverage. I mean, we've seen feature cards and stuff.
1: Finishing at tied fifteenth. Yeah, that's not bad. No, for first tournament over here, not at all solid. When you have not money. been over here in the first two, and you're not. Used to this kind of play, it's a little different style. Who knows? And I he think he's going to do some big things.
0: Right, he's going to be doing huge things because he's. I think he's one of three players that is doing the most tournaments yeah here on disc golf pro tour. He'll be going back for the European Championships to a lot of them are. defend his title. Yes. yes uh, I mean, which is. I mean, he's the European champion coming here, and he's a smaller stature guy. When you see him next to a big germ, I mean, always oh, small. He, he's, a, he's not a, a large mammal, like, no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it's not. But and the level of play out of him, I think the thing that shocked everyone the most, we've seen it, we watched it for so many, so many rounds, was he had so much touch with that backhand. Oh. Germ was shocked.
1: Do people just are in awe of, like, how he's able to manipulate that disc and mm-hmm. go and shoot these lines that you're like, okay, I'm probably not going to do that, but he did. Yeah, like where out okay, okay, throw cool. a
0: forehand, he's throwing this incredibly shaped backhand and yeah. shocking other players on his card. Like well, it's
1: just huh. it's, it's a it's a wonderful thing to see, and, and you can see it in the videos of Gatekeeper Media that we shot a couple months ago. They're on there, and he is on the card. I think pretty much every time yeah and he
0: won he's from Kuopio, finland he won the Kuopio stop in the project yep. pro tour which is i mean to win your home event yeah that's i awesome. mean hayden I are huge formula one fans i mean it's like daniel ricardo winning australia yeah. i mean it would it's, it's just it's, it's special it's a big thing it's very special and daniel ricardo not winning <laughs> I, if that happens in a couple of weeks we and, won't be here because we're going to be celebrating, but it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> back to talking, disc golf. talking about someone
1: special is Paul Macbeth. He is special oh, in the disc, disc golf and special in I our mean, hearts. Who cannot? <laughs> I mean, the dude has been number one for so many years, has done so many great things for the community of disc golf, and he's came into this tournament in the past three tournaments, sorry, first, first, and second.
0: Mm-hmm. those are his first three out of the year to the those start being, the season those being vegas memorial belton yeah like i mean and won his only elite series
1: tournament start so far for waco
0: mm-hmm. i'm sorry he wasn't at vegas yeah yeah at waco being that one
1: and um, i mean look at, the, look at the look at the ratings
0: that are in there first for three these tournaments. tournaments memorial 1074 average waco 1059 average belton 1054 average His opening round here at Texas States was 1086, which is his second best round after his 1108. That is four digits, 1,108. They stay in four digits, but to see the (laughs) one one instead of the one zero, (laughs) that doesn't happen much.
1: It was insane. And this was the strongest start to his season since 2012 when he averaged 1064 golf through the first tournament three in 2012 his was win.
0: his first world championship was yes, it not it yes it was
1: oh ho, ho, ho. and Macbeth was on a heater that year yes and it looks like he's on it this year as well i mean i he had some lulls last year mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but i mean you know at the end he was able to win usdgc that was a great win for him fantastic right. thing to witness in person but and coming back
0: to this tournament there it was, wasn't he was first
1: round perfect
0: First round, like 12 down, was yes. it? I believe that is correct. Let's check it real quick. Round one, he was, yes, 12 under par. I believe yes. that was the hot round of the weekend. Yes.
1: and But going into Saturday, it was a day of misses, tree kicks, circle two putts, misses, and you could tell it. It was frustrating the mm-hmm. heck out of him. And then he went on a drought of pars and bogeys until hole 14.
0: Yes. birding hole one. And then from two to 14 plus three, which is like, I it's mean, un,
1: I think it's unheard of, but for you him, get, yeah. you get in a lull uh, in, in your head. And that's probably, I, I don't know what actually happened. I'd love to know. I pick his brain, maybe one of these days and figure right. out what happened. But it's just momentum. You get into it. Everybody happens. You see, it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. Is what I meant to say there. And then it just it totals on top of itself. Yeah, and then she's like, "Look, just get me out of the day. Mm-hmm. Let's go home, reconnect, finish the finish the tournament tomorrow."
0: Yeah, and I mean, again, his best start since 2012. Paul McBeth, the beast is here. The beast is back. As we said, he's not going anywhere. No, not at all. Um, someone who is back, Jeremy Colling. That was I loved it. I mean,
1: excited to see him up there. I mean, everybody knows him on Joe Miz Pro coverage. It's been a couple of years since he's been on the Elite so- Elite Series top ten yeah scorecard
0: and six at texas states is his best finish since united states disc golf championships in 2019 that's awesome i think his putting was definitely what helped him but we've already talked about it again his scrambling his was his approach game
1: was impeccable
0: yeah avr x3 every time he could yes and i mean the way in which he's been known for this for so many years the way he works beforehand um but he had you know, not a ton of birdie opportunities. I mean, compared to a lot of the other players in this top ten, but he did. You know, he tallied, like I said, here's a stat: tallying 19 birdies on his 26 greens in regulation. So the putting was
1: in; it was there for sure. I mean, he made some big putts yeah. when it it needed to, and there were some unfortunate errors. I mean, on the final round of 18, I mean, he got skipped OB, mm-hmm. and that's just that course. It's and even crazy. then, he
0: made the putt coming back. Yes, he did. He finished. Of the 54 holes played the entire weekend, one hole over par. One. I don't know if there was anyone else in the field that did that. I'm going to say no. Jeremy Probably Cole, not. Well done,
1: sir. But You, you got to give yourself a pat on the back and go get, drink some beers or something. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy, that awesome. enjoy
0: that one. Go, uh, go play some FIFA with Linus yeah. Carlson and get your butt
1: kicked. It was Sorry, so Jeremy. much fun <laughs> to watch him. on. And we got him for second round and third final
0: round yeah on great gatekeeper to see. here incredible um well that about wraps it up here for the mpo let's go into the fpo very different storylines it was
1: um they, they they had a mix of you know shorter t-pads but also the same t-pads the par fours the long par fours for the men were par fives yeah made it a lot easier for them so very eagleable throws yeah and for think, these longer throwers that we take, have on top card
0: yeah, let's take it back to what we had talked about already with Nico Santola and being able to watch so much finish disc golf. Every tournament of those four four that we got to commentate and watch, the men and women played the same tee pads, yeah, same pars, same tee pads. So obviously there was a big scoring gap just because of just the distances yeah, and everything. It made it harder for them, right? Which is, I think, is it's here. It's, it's challenging it's them
1: to. I'm not necessarily saying trying to compete with
0: the men. Um, they're competing with themselves, but there's a consistency the, of scoring that you can see. Exactly, and I, everybody's on the same playing field. But then you come into a place like this where I think it was a little bit too changed. You had hole 11 and hole 16 that were par fours under 500 feet. Yeah, Page Pierce can throw close to 500 feet consistently. Yeah,
1: but what are the what? What does the rest of the field can?
0: I mean, what's it the average of the rest of the field, field if you're winning the tournament? I know that, but
1: <laughs> I mean, you got to be open to who you've got coming into that tournament. I I think at least if you're gonna if you're running a tournament like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it comes back to when you're trying to raise the level of of game oh, in that sure. field.
1: You want to make it challenging. You don't want to make it too easy.
0: Right. I think also, hey, seeing some eagles happen, and I believe there was six or seven across the weekend. I mean. I mean, it's it's good to see. It's awesome to see I think they change it next year for sure. Yeah, I mean, with how we many saw, that you saw? Right, hole seventeen, par five, seven hundred eighty feet, completely eagles. We had players having drop in eagles or even going mm-hmm. long.
1: I mean, this is the same thing with the MPO. Yeah, I mean, you go three years back to some of these tournaments, these huge tournaments, and they changed it up to where, hey that score is dropped in half
0: right and that's the level of play changing yes here's a little bit of the same i mean
1: the level of play is still here i mean Mm -hmm. we had last year how many women
0: win different tournaments yeah it was like seven different women out of like 11 tournaments or so
1: i mean clearly they've done a lot and change of hey look competitiveness is near is here no one is just singly handedly winning the next the next the next the next the next they're not elite
0: yeah but if someone is doing that it's Paige pierce and she took this one down yes she did in an incredible fashion birdieing the I mean, last four straight holes she, to win by four
1: she just had to play clean everybody else made some mistakes on hole 18
0: hole 18 was crazy and i didn't think there was that much
1: wind when we watched no, the footage of it going coming left to right i didn't yeah. think there was
0: now going into hole 18 final round we'll just jump right into this Paige pierce at minus 16 kristen tatar at minus 15 katrina at minus 14 on a hole that was playing extremely difficult Throughout the weekend. It's a yes. par five. I believe it's 685 right around there. Yes. And they're on the same tee pad as the men's. Exactly. And Kristen goes out of bounds straight into the ball field. Well, so, she gets a bad
1: kick yeah, off, off the of light right pole. Right. That was unfortunate. Yeah.
0: Then Cat goes OB on the road. Yes. Paige skips off the road and just stays safe. Yep. All and of it a sudden. Was a, it was a smash too. Oh, it was huge. The long, I think, I think it was the longest I shot. I think there. she
1: just absolutely crushed it.
0: Yeah. And then Kristen again goes out of bounds on the road with a bad kick again. That's just so unfortunate. On the last hole out of yeah. every moment that it could happen. And then Paige just has a drop-in birdie. It wins by four. Cat gets a I mean, a bogey, honestly, Kristen where she bogey. was,
1: I mean, she could have eagled it if, if it was a different round.
0: Yeah, well, she laid up. I know, but
1: yeah. I'm just saying, like, if she could have eagled it if
0: mm-hmm. she wanted to. Yeah, totally had a chance at it. She was that far down there. So, run down the leaderboard here. Paige Pierce takes home the win at minus 17. Kristen Tatar and Katrina Allen at minus 13. Valerie Mandejano I mean, silent moves,
1: moves. I mean, one bogey on the final round, a couple birdies here and there, keeping her back up clean front front half of the, I mean, or back half of the round.
0: Yeah. The final one there. And I mean, let's talk about some, some storylines here. One that we don't have written down here on our our sheet, but I want to talk about Missy Gannon finally cracking into the top 10 for the first time. I believe the first time this season, she's had some, some difficulty just kind of getting back on the horse. It seems, I mean, after winning pink women's championship and the disc golf pro tour championship last year we had high hopes of missy gannon yeah coming into this and it's been kind of and maybe she doesn't
1: like this western swing that we're you know we're getting towards mm-hmm. i know we got one event next week uh, that's on the east coast but i mean maybe that's just not her play style we'll find out as we move into the next ones yeah. but either I'm way either, good to see her back yes, in the top yes it is and then owns goggins henna i mean n- tons of top names and henna blumeros what a back nine uh yeah i mean birdie 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 par par birdie
0: the last three i mean yeah she uh, the the battle was incredible she came into the final round at even yes total score and shoots minus six on the final day to be able to jump yeah in the six spots into seventh place i mean fantastic yeah i mean while we're talking about the fins just questionable, Evelina Salonen down in 27th, finishing at plus eight. Just it's, it's her putting. It's got to be it's the gotta putting, be. the confidence in it. And I mean, which is crazy because she's such an incredible yes, putter. Yes, But I think it goes to show, We, I mean, they talked about it in the press conference. Finished players. She told, she told us about it. Yeah, finished players not used to playing in the wind. Yeah. And te- what do we have in Vegas and in Texas, Texas a lot of wind. wind. Which makes me hope that by the time we get to world championships – being in Kansas, I'm just gonna say it: windiest. It's probably gonna ever.
1: happen. It's always windy there.
0: Will the European players be ready for it on the FPO and MPO side? That's been something that has been said. Niklas Antola, we talked. About I mean, him we've already. had
1: people comment on the on the videos and everything that we're doing for commentary for Gatekeeper, and they're like, they're not used to elevation, they're not used to wind.
0: Yeah, I mean, Finland, Finland, not even like a ton of mountains. Almost yep. everything's at sea level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have some that are some you know undulating rolling stuff, hills and stuff. But nothing that you're used to having wind ripping. So, very confusing and just yeah. surprising to see Evelyn after two great finishes to start it off. Three, yeah. I mean, the three tournaments she's played. It was huge. But, yeah.
1: I mean, talk about this
0: next point that is, I think, just massive. Paige Pierce wins her 30th disc golf pro tour event 3 0. It's also her sixty-second career Elite Series victory, but to have sixty-two. Sixty sixty-two. That is sixty-two. One more than sixty-one. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I haven't even played sixty-two tournaments over. I mean, the amount of years we've been playing—that's. I lot don't think I have either. This is not our full-time job. No, but, but I mean, like, I mean, still, dude, that's, and I've been 30, playing for ten years. Yeah, me as well. Thirty wins of disc golf Pro Tour events over. I mean, disc golf Pro Tour has been around for. Was this fifth year right around there? Maybe I a little bit less. I don't want to
1: say because I don't actually know.
0: Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head, but 30. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. her win last year multiple, multiple events. So, I mean, huge gosh. for
1: her. Go celebrate. That was awesome to see her do that. And, and to it do it in a, the fashion she did. It I was mean, an easy win. I mean, she on the last hole on was. The, yes, on the last hole. But I mean, that's what it came down to is just yeah. playing her game and it was fantastic. And she, I mean, the last 15 through 18 birdies.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, awesome. on hole 14. She was at, I mean, it was a three-way tie. Yep, it was. On hole 14. Mm -hmm. And then you look at what happened in the next four holes. She goes straight birdies. I mean, Tatara able to pick up, and Katrina both able to pick up the eagle on 17, those softer, you know, par fives. Still didn't really help them much. No, because they both took big numbers on the last. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Paige Pierce, congratulations. 30 Disc Golf Pro Tour wins. And
1: Cat, I mean, coming in third, a little bit
0: tying for second yes time
1: yeah. for second i mean she was showing consistency confidence her putting i mean from distance
0: jump putt if there's anything that katrina allen struggled with over the last couple of years it's been putting
1: and it was the consistent
0: putting and i mean she going from prodigy to dga prodigy putters known not to have a lot of glide known to be very flat topped and you look at what she's putting with now at DGA, mm-hmm. I believe she's putting steadies, which is... I don't a, know exactly. I believe that's what it is. Um, and so, I mean, she's but. getting a lot more glide, a lot of difference. I mean, she's changed up her reach back. Consistency out of the gate with a brand new bag.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got two wins so far this season and a one-stroke victory over hmm. And, I mean... That alone is saying, hey, I'm here, even though I changed manufacturers, but I ain't going nowhere.
0: Yep. Same person, different, different yep.
1: discs. It doesn't mean anything.
0: Yep. Let's talk about Kristen Tatar. I mean, she hasn't had a trophy yet this season of that is in the gold color, but has been consistently on the hunt. Oh,
1: no doubt. And we knew this was coming in mm-hmm. to when she was being able to come back over here play more events, being able to do what she can, and I know she's going to take down some more events as they come on. She just needs a little kick maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, being able to tie second, I mean, that's great. She's finishing it out, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: she's at the top. She's led rounds before, gone Mm -hmm. into rounds. I mean, we know she can do it. Right.
1: She's done it in the past. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what she can bring and just be amazing i don't know it's just there's things that she does it's just completely different from these it's ladies over shocking here. it's yes
0: the, it's the same way we talked about in the men's i mean it's a different style of play it is and it's it's changing the way our game looks yeah look at, i mean you look at other sports in the way i mean look at the biggest sport there is in the biggest sporting event the world cup mm-hmm. you look at the different styles of play and how they match up the way that italy plays the way the french the french play the way that america plays like you're doing the same thing but it becomes a different style, and yep. obviously, our sport becomes. Hey, maybe it's not spikeisers; it's now matching the ground with these, you know, approaches. So you're avoiding skips. Like it's mm-hmm. these small intentional little things. Because at the end of the day, our sport still has the word golf in it. Yeah, you're you're playing calculated, and it's a different style. So it's it's awesome to be able to see so many different play styles, and you still see Paige and Cat at the top, which has been something going on for ten plus years. But let's talk about some other people. As we move through this, Maria Oliva, great showing. Her putt was fantastic. Her, on. I've never been able to watch her I mean, before. and It wasn't
1: being able to – some of it was just missed opportunity of connecting, but it was a great putting stroke that she had.
0: Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of Missy Gannon mm-hmm. and the fact of like it's direct, it's a spin putt, and she has some power, dude. Dude, she was throwing Calvin Destroyers like, on hole 18. Most people, a Calvin Destroyer, as in the Halo Destroyer, is one of, if not the most overstable disc in their bag, MPO or FPO. Mm-hmm. And she was. You don't see a lot of people them throwing them. flat.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can go back in the footage of of that whole yeah. round, and
0: she was throwing it all the time.
1: I was just shocked, mm-hmm. just completely shocked that she was throwing that, and she threw it twice on eighteen.
0: Yep, I think that goes to show the level of distance, the mm-hmm. level of strength, the level of commitment to disc golf being a sport that you want to grow in and compete in for years and years to come is distance is going to get longer. You've heard Holly Finley talk about it. She spent her whole off season trying to gain distance. And I mean, it's something you need player that definitely has distance picked up a good amount of Eagles, another top 10 finish cap Mersch. I mean, started off the final round with a good amount of bogeys, but she cleaned it up throughout. I mean, pretty consistent play finishes tied for eighth. It's another top 10 finish. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what she can do the rest of the year. Yeah. A player that I'm kind of surprised to not see, I mean, you have the new bag, is Kona. She, I mean, was trying to defend her title in Waco. And then here, she usually plays pretty well in Texas, but was just, I mean, you look at the final round here. I mean, ton she was until, I mean. What is that, whole 15? Hole
1: 15. She took a seven. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's just getting into a routine. She's somewhere new. She's got different things going through her. Her head and just being able to mental check and be like, look, hey, I know I got this new stuff, but I'm still me. And I mean, she was changing up her putting. She's always, mm-hmm. I mean, she had just changed her putting last year.
0: Yeah, and you added the and bag, then you added the a new yeah. bag,
1: so that's probably throwing some wrenches into her plan. But I'm sure she's going to come out and fire away at these next couple events.
0: Yep. And Own always a joy to, yes, to watch flirt. and just have so just so freaking funny. And just, in a, just I mean, being able to be tied for fifth, yes, yeah. he And another player, one to watch coming up in the field this it year. It is.
1: And I mean, it was a great tournament. I loved it. Yeah. It was great to see. I had I a lot of fun. Yeah. I like the changes. I
0: like that it was a course that people didn't know. Yep. There was inconsistencies, there was nervousness, which you usually don't see. You got yeah. players that have played the same course for 10 years. Mm hmm. Not and they had
1: one. to practice a, a couple of days just to figure out, hey, what are we going to do mm-hmm. just to learn it? So it was it was awesome to see.
0: Yeah, well, that wraps it up here for the Disc Golf Pro Tour, our third stop of it at the Texas State Championships. Ricky and Paige taking it down. It Again, an amazing... Just change of scenery to yeah. see a new course, to see the tour change. Um, but next up, we have the Champions Cup, April 13th through 17th. So a little bit of break here, um, let the players travel across and you just have a little bit of a break. There's
1: a couple of Silver Series, a couple of smaller tournaments that mm-hmm. they're probably going to play. Just keep keep it your body warm and that motion going through. But I mean, we're playing one course.
0: Yep. W.R. Jackson in Appling, Which Georgia. Is a fantastic course. Yes, at the International Disc Golf Center, um, just near what about 30 40 minutes away from augusta maybe less maybe a little bit less which obviously augusta being the masters home of the hall of fame classic that used to be a part of the tour a place i mean this is a wooded course
1: it's gonna be interesting to see because i don't think a lot of these
0: pros have been
1: there in some
0: time yeah it's been a minute it hasn't been on the tour so it used to be right after united states championships yes they changed this course in a huge way um a lot of the different holes became longer became a little bit more technical um and now i mean there's three courses on the property only playing jackson Mm -hmm. something i'm looking forward to i know you're looking forward to this is our home tournament guys
1: yeah it's like two and a half hours away
0: we're born and raised here in the great state of georgia and we're going to be there we're going to be camping on top of hayden's forerunner which is going to be sweet (laughs) for the forerunner fanatics out there what's our setup
1: uh, it's just a, a rooftop tent and then, you know, some Camp Chef stuff and cooking in the back of the Forerunner. The I mean, sleeping on top of the car, very comfy. Um,
0: we have a mattress, yeah, obviously. It,
1: it, it, there's a mattress inside of
0: it, yes. Inside the tent? Like yeah. It's built into it? Yes. I didn't know this. This is incredible. really nice.
1: So it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll be right on the course, camping at the course, mm-hmm. uh, the park there. You know, Wildwood, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's going to be fun. So.
0: Yeah. I think... Biggest thing I'm excited for. We did this, uh, Zach and I, last week. Unfortunately, not able to be here, but now you're back. I had no voice. Yeah, now he has a voice. Absolutely beautiful, as always. But we talked about this last week. Give me some people that are ones to watch Hmm. uh, heading into this. I'll give you a second to think as I'm springing this on you. I think we're going to see. We've heard it many, many times. We've talked about the press conferences. I was able to be a part of the press conference in Vegas and get to see it myself firsthand, but we've been listening to them. The Finnish players, the Estonian players, the the players from Europe are excited and looking forward to Champions Cup. Really? Reason being, it's the woods, baby. It That's is true. It is true wooded but, golf.
1: Mm, there's mind. there's no butt there. Never, never they, mind. There's never, no mind. But. never mind. You got it, different Nicolas, course. Nicolas Antla, different you
0: got Vino Makala. you got Lauder yeah. Leighton and Evelina Salon and Henna Bloomrose. Yeah. I they believe love woods. I might be wrong if Haiti line is coming to this one, I don't think so. I think she's coming later in the season.
1: I think you said she was coming later, but we could be wrong.
0: I don't know. I hope she does, but Haiti line, if you don't know dynamic disc sponsor player out of Finland,
1: I also, I mean, agree with your whole statement there because they love the woods and they love shaping. I mean, everything about it is what they love over there. And I, I don't know. I'm, there's a couple people in mind that I think for men's that, are probably going to be still in that top five up there. I think Paul is going to take this one down. Yeah, he's won the Hall Classic many times yes. in the past. And he is very good in this area. Mm-hmm. And he's consistent. And we'll see if he's able to jump back from what he had, this, this these woes that he had um, here at Texas Championship.
0: Yeah, all in all, absolutely stoked to be able to attend that. Going to be doing commentary with Gatekeeper Media, and I mean, being able to do some player interviews, talk to some players. Excited to meet some of you guys if you're out there. You see us out there. Um, this is what we look like. If you're watching say on what's YouTube. Up. Yeah, say what's up. Follow us over on Parked Podcast. We have some stickers. Going to get some merch and some things maybe in the future as we as we grow this thing and enjoy it. Um, but yeah, man. Looking forward to the Champions Cup, April 13th through 17th. That will be the next time you hear from us, next time you see us. And, man, you got any last things we wrap up here?
1: No, it was a fun tournament to watch, and I had a blast.
0: Me as well. Be sure to head over to Gatekeeper Media. You're already here on YouTube. If you're over on Spotify or on Apple, be sure to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know we could be doing better. Thank you for being here at the beginning of this thing. We're going to have the the, the tech the look, the sound, it's everything coming soon. is keep growing with us. This is going to get better behind us. you're watching <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, we're going to have some awesome stuff in the future. Great content on the way. But be sure to follow me at Mitchie underscore P5. Hayden over on Instagram at Hayden Ricard Hayden 23 Hayden Ricard underscore 23 underscore. We love the underscores, but follow us over at Parked Podcast and, of course, at Gatekeeper Media. My name is Mitch Phillips. and I'm Hayden Ricard. And we'll see you for the Champions Cup in Appling, Georgia the fourth stop on the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Peace.